sunshine bitches welcome back to another episode of just a quick pinch i'm your host connie wang so today i am actually doing a solo chief complaints yes it's just me myself and i helping you guys come up with the perfect treatment plan for all of your chief complaints i hope you guys are enjoying this lovely friday wherever you guys are listening and yeah let's get into it today we had three pinchers right in so pincher number one says <clears throat> I'm doing a project with a friend, but she won't do her part. I want to keep my friend and also my grade, lol. <laughs> this is a tale as old as time. I totally feel for you. So, okay, yeah. In this case, I hear you why it's, like, hard. Because a lot of times I feel like your friends, just because you're friends with someone doesn't mean that you guys are, like, maybe compatible in terms of, like, working on school projects together. And, like, that is totally fine. Um, so one thing, I think if your friend is a really good friend, you can just let her know how much you care about this grade. Like, big picture, why you really need to do well in the class. And, like, if, if she's a good friend, she will at least understand where you're coming from and like maybe that will motivate her to at least do her part but again some people sometimes like will just do what they want no matter what editing connie here i feel like i should make like you know those like motivational posters that are in like doctor's offices and like random offices and stuff i feel like i should make a motivational poster that's like do whatever you want no matter what um, so just keep in mind that there is still a little chance that you will still have to end up helping her and like do some of it. And like, that's okay. I feel like the thing to remember is big picture. You care about this grade, right? I promise you that if you work hard and get that good grade, like even if you have to maybe do a little bit extra and go out of your way, you're going to feel so good. I promise you, you're, you're going to feel so good once you get back that grade and you're like, oh, I worked so hard for it, but it like, it all worked out. I still ended up getting the grade I wanted. So it won't even really matter in the end that much if you had to help her out extra um you'll just be thinking about how awesome it is that you guys got a good grade and you'll be like okay well thank god i did her part anyways we got a good grade so i don't think you'll really hold much of a grudge against her there whereas if let's say she doesn't do her part but you're still like no i'm not helping her and you don't help her and then she gets you guys this bad grade i feel like that's worse because then you'll be mad about the bad grade and it'll make you extra mad at her as well so like whereas i feel like if you get a good grade despite helping her like I don't I, like that might not hold you guys back friendship wise as much. So I think in this case, even though it's annoying and the principle is that she should be doing her part. If you find that you explain why you care about this class and she still doesn't step up. I think it might be best just to in this one case, just really take one for the team and like try your best to just like kick ass on this project. And at the end of the day, you'll be at least happy that you got a good grade and then never work with her ever again on a group project. Okay. <laughs> I feel like such a tiger mom. I'm like, friends are whatever. Grades are forever. But I promise you, like, you're going to look back and, like, all you're going to remember is, like, finally getting the good grade and, like, you're going to forget, like, being mad at her about her not pulling her weight. Whereas if you do bad in the class, then you will remember being mad at her because, like, it's going to feel so much worse. Instead of being mad at two things, like her and the grade, it might be better to just be mad at one thing or, well, not even mad because then you'll forget about it. Does that make sense? I hope that helps. I feel like this is definitely like a tricky situation, but I know that you can get a good grade. And so, yeah, just go out there and get your good grade. And then before you know it, you will totally forget it. And you guys can just continue being gal pals as per usual. Alrighty, so question number two. Questions about time management, getting motivated, and staying focused. Okay, 
So in terms of getting motivated, I would say the most recent episode actually before this with Masha K was a really, really good episode all about that, especially if you're struggling with senioritis, because the way she describes the difference between staying motivated in school versus the real world is honestly like so true. So she just talks about how as students, we really only know like one type of motivation, and that is motivation out of fear or anxiety or shame. Like we only know how to study or else we'll do bad in school and like our parents and teachers will be mad at us. Or we only know like pass this test or else you'll feel shame amongst your classmates that you failed or like do really well in this assignment because you have to present in front of your class and like you don't want to look stupid like like these are like basically where all of our motivation is coming from is like from these negative places of fear and anxiety and shame and so big picture we live in this state of like survival just fighting for so long that our body only knows survival mode so what happens with senioritis is that as we start to like see that finish line our bodies like just finally think okay good finish line that means i can give up i don't need i don't have any more energy i don't need to exert more energy um i know i can cruise and like that's really a lot of what senioritis is so one that's hard to be that's why it's hard to be motivated and number two what also happens is that like the things like I said, that used to motivate us out of like stress and fear and anxiety, these things are gone. Like we don't have any tests anymore. We don't have any requirements left, which in some ways is nice. It's good. But that also means that we now don't really know how to motivate ourselves um, anymore now that those like triggers are kind of out of the way. So the challenge is going from a state of like only knowing motivation from negative feelings, which is essentially like running away from something scary. And now we have to try this new skill of finding motivation from like healthy, happy places of self-worth, which is actually running towards something so yeah anyways for a more in-depth uh discussion of all of this stuff and staying motivated definitely check out the previous episode from the one right before this i promise that will help um in terms of staying focused i feel like something i've learned is that it's actually like totally normal to not be focused all the time like we all need these periods of not being focused because that just helps us become more focused once we really do need it so instead it's more about having compassion for ourselves when we don't really feel focused and just exploring what it is that we actually need if it's not being focused then and then just making sure that we still intentionally like create these little pockets of time of being focused like when you do really need to get the work done that like you like like inevitably need just holding yourself accountable and being like okay the pain of doing this and focusing is only going to last for two hours but for the next two hours I will focus on this like I like to go to a coffee shop um, there's this one coffee shop that I love in Boston called Tate. They have the best, like, everything. Like, I love their shakshuka. I love all their dishes. So I will treat myself to, like, a nicer brunch item that's, like, you know, like, $15. Um, and I'll be like, okay, Connie, you paid for this nice thing. Now sit here for two hours. And, like, you have to focus and get those tasks done. And, like, okay, maybe that's, like, not the healthiest thing. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's not the most, like, eat, pray, love thing. But I like it because it creates that accountability for myself. Um, and when I do that and when I honor it, I end up leaving like feeling better because I'm like, you know what? I honored it. I was right. I got the work done and the pain did only last like two hours or so. So setting those like really like intentional parameters for yourself and kind of not being so hard on yourself and being like, I'm locking myself in my bedroom for like eight hours straight and like doing everything that I had to do ever because inevitably you probably like won't finish all of your to-do list and then you'll get frustrated and then the cycle will continue. I speak from experience. I do this all the time. I set unrealistic goals for myself also and then I get mad when I don't hit them so instead by setting like a focused two-hour goal that definitely helps but like more of like the moral of the story is just like be more compassionate with yourself and like don't hate on yourself for not feeling focused all the time because like you just won't feel focused all the time and it's kind of like chasing some kind of like it's, it's just chasing something that like you're not going to get to and it's going to be frustrating 
So anyways, the last part of that segment was time management. So one of my favorite pieces of advice that I always give with time management is that it's actually like very fluid and it's actually a lot messier and not as pretty and wrapped up as most people would think. So for me, at least time management is all about just getting clear on what it is that I need done first, like both short term and long term goals wise, like I make a list of things that I have to do on this day. And then I make a more fluid list of things that I have to do like within the week. And so once you have that list of tasks, um, prioritizing it is really important too. like what needs to be done first, like immediately. And the next step is also figuring out, like, estimating how long it will take. So I think the key, the key here to being really good at time management is actually not really what you're doing. It's about knowing yourself and how long you specifically will take for different tasks because everyone is different and everyone functions using, like, slightly different skills when they need it. So, like, for me, for example, I know that if I need to answer work emails, it has to be during the daytime because, like, I just don't really have the energy for it at night and I have to set aside X amount of hours for it. Like usually for me, I have to at least set aside like two or so hours for it. Whereas I know that if I have a creative task that needs to be done, um, for example, like designing like covers for videos or like editing videos, my brain works a lot better doing creative work late at night when there's less time constraints. I don't know why for some reason I can be more like free flowing and like creative then and like the juices are flowing. So, So therefore... I know I need to block out a longer chunk of time later in the day or later at night to get that done. So basically, like this is important because now knowing how long I'll take on what type of task, that's the best way that I can manage my time. It's not like saying like, okay, I have a list of 10 tasks. Each task I will set aside one hour and then in 10 hours I will be done because... Tasks are really not made equal and certain things require different types of energy for everyone and different types of focus. So I feel like by getting a good grasp on what type of worker I am for each task, that really lets me juggle a lot of stuff in the air without being too overwhelmed. Although that is kind of a lie because I am basically always overwhelmed. And that is another component to this is that um, I just think that being overwhelmed is normal, not to glamorize burnout or anything like that, but to some extent, like, I do think that just social media makes everything look so much more glamorized and uh, I don't know, like my life is kind of always a dumpster fire. I'm always kind of behind on something. Something's always burning on the ground. It's just a matter of like picking up the burning thing and letting something else fall and burn. (laughs) It's so sad. Uh, But yeah, and that's okay because I think that's truly what balance is. It's not really like having everything constantly the same level. It's having the highs and then getting to the lows and then having the highs again and just being able to bounce back between those oscillations. What a good use of an SAT word, oscillations. Alrighty. Anyways, for my third and final question of the day, how can I deal with the anxiety and overwhelming feeling about graduating on time? Okay, so this question, for a lot of people, graduation is a very overwhelming time. Specifically, I'm guessing this person is in dental school. So in order to graduate from dental school, it's not like how it was with pharmacy school where like you take the test you need and then boom, you're done. Pass what you need to. In dental school, you need to finish like a certain amount of requirements. Like you need to do like X amount of fillings, X amount of crowns before they'll let you graduate. So if you're still, if it's like, um, if you're graduating in May and in, in May you still don't have the the Uh, amount of procedures that you need you basically have to like stay behind a little bit longer and do more of those so 
Anyways, long story short, it is a very, very stressful time for a lot of people because a lot of these requirements depend on arbitrary things that you can't control, like how good or bad your roster was, like the one that was given to you. Um, and sometimes you start procedures and they don't end up working out the way you want and they don't count anymore. So that's like really where this person is coming from. So the first thing I have to say is take a deep breath and think about like who you are outside of school. Like don't think about your career and all that. Think about like the people that love you and who you are to them outside of school. I think a big reason why we worry so much about finishing on time in school is that it creates a sense of safety. So like we want to do well in school and get good grades because that makes us feel more safe. Whereas when we feel like we're not getting good grades or we feel like we're behind in school compared to our peers, that's when we don't feel safe. We don't feel part of that tribe anymore. So the first thing to remind yourself is that you will be okay regardless of how everything is going with graduating on times. Like you are safe. One of my favorite things to say to myself is you are safe and secure within your body. That's basically saying it doesn't matter if you still need X amount of crowns. It doesn't matter if this denture case just felt through. You take a deep breath. You are safe and secure within your body where you are right now. And so the next thing is Honestly, it's just like passing and failing. These are all things that all of us had to do throughout dental school. Um, and they really have like no effect on like what kind of dentist we are. So the same thing goes with finishing your requirements on time. Your patient does not give a shit if you finish on time or anything like that. It has no effect on who you are as a person, the kind of dentist you'll be. Ultimately, like once it's done, it's literally going to be like the most anticlimactic thing in your life. Like you're going to be like, finally, you know, that Squidward meme where he's like holding up a piece of paper and his eyes are all tired and he's like, I did it. That's literally like how I felt when I finished my requirements. I was like, wow, that was it. Like I no fanfare, no nothing. Like I've literally worked so hard for this moment and here it is and that's it. And that's kind of like a lot of big things in life. Like we build them up, we stress out over them. We feel like we will die if this thing doesn't happen and then it ends up happening eventually. But obviously it doesn't feel that way right now and I totally understand that. So let's let's address that then. So next step, think about why you're so afraid of what will happen if you don't graduate on time. So like what will happen? Is it that like you won't be able to move on with like maybe your residency program in time or like moving in time? Is it that like feeling of like shame or like judgment from others or having to pay like extra tuition? Like honestly, all of these things are totally valid to worry about, but these are also all things that like, think about it. These are figure outable, these are fixable. All of these things are so, so limited basically to like one little chunk of time. And I promise you that this chunk of time, whatever it is you're afraid of will pass. So try to find, you know, like some form of confidence almost in knowing that whatever repercussions you're afraid of, whether it's like staying extra or like, not being able to like finish on time and all that whatever you're afraid of it is still so doable you can figure out all that stuff the time will pass it's not like editing connie here i also just realized i'm pretty sure there's never been like a dentist that got this far through school and never became a dentist just because they couldn't finish like their very last requirements what really would change whether or not you could practice dentistry is like if you like suddenly couldn't see or your hands didn't work you know something physical like that like that definitely does take away like your ability to do something but not finishing on time that that really won't make any like i said it really won't make any bearing onto the type of dentist you are no one asks you i've been on like all these job interviews right no one really asks you like when you finish your requirement um everyone kind of knows that new grads finishing are like we're all kind of like lacking you know like we're all kind of getting started so don't feel like you're super behind everyone and like all of your peers because at the end of the day like once we finish our requirements we're all kind of like starting over again into the real world so like hopefully that will bring some solace in knowing that you like you're not behind at all 
that's another thing I like to keep in mind. I, I always remind myself that whenever like annoying things happen, even if they're small, like if I miss the T by like literally one second, or if I like can't do something with the rest of my friends, like, or whatever. I just remind myself, like, you are in the divine timing that you are meant to have. Like, do not take that for granted because this, where you are right now, this is going to allow you, like, all of the beautiful things that you have coming, all of the good, lucky things. Yeah, haven't you ever, like, happened to be walking down the street and then you look down and then you, like, pick up a penny, like, right when you need to, right? Or, okay, well, maybe not a penny because, like, <laughs> Lord knows we need more than a penny nowadays. Okay, let's say you found, like, a $20 bill, right? Lucky stuff happens like this all the time. Like, think back to when that's happened to you before you had to miss x amount of trains miss x amount of meetings you had to like be late for something up until a certain point in order to catch that lucky $20 bill on the street right so same thing goes for whatever is happening in your future you have amazing good lucky things coming to you in the future but in order to hit those on time you might have to, sure, maybe your timeline might be going this way. Maybe like things aren't progressing as fast as you want, but I promise you they're happening the way they should for you. And so like really hold out, even though right now it doesn't feel right, that lucky $20 bill is coming for you. And again, everything is figure outable. Okay, editing Connie here, I'm so annoyed. Like why can't I enunciate? For anyone that's confused, I'm saying figure outable. Everything is figure outable. I'm listening to this and I'm like, enunciate. Okay, now let's say you're not going down without a fighting chance, okay? So we don't want to stay behind. We still got time. We are pulling this together, okay? I'm with you. So first thing is you have to let your attendings know that you're worried and struggling. You you just have to. That's the first step because they should be helping you and your classmates as well. Do whatever you have to do to get those cases. Like none of it is embarrassing. If you still can't find them, next step, there's a next step. Make an organized list of like what requirements you have left and check those off because those will A, make you feel better. And then you can have a list of like what you have left and really try to see if there's any two-in-ones that you can get done. So for example, for me to keep track with my requirements, I had this like Google Excel sheet of everything I needed. Type in, <laughs> this is like so extra. So on this Google spreadsheet, whenever I did an exam on a patient and I found something that would qualify for a requirement, I would type in the patient's initial and that would tell me like, okay, I have someone planned. And then I would like highlight that blue. Blue meaning like, okay, I have a patient planned for this procedure. It's not done yet. Then once I have eventually like completed it, I would highlight that in green so that my brain knew like okay these things are done so then I could kind of organize in my brain like green is things I've already completed blue is things that I haven't done yet but there's a patient pending but keep in mind you know things fall through so don't put all my eggs in that one basket maybe search for an extra of that patient of that procedure and then totally blank things would tell me like, okay, Connie, you need to step it up and you need to find someone that fulfills these things. Then I would also see if any of these patient initials were like the same, like, oh, like this patient qualifies for both this, this, and this. That's three requirements. And I would try to see if in one visit I could get those three requirements done. Um, that's just a really good way to just like maximize your time when the patient is in the chair. And it's just a really good way to stay organized and just like roughly in your mind, know how you're doing. Another thing that you can do is ask other students how they did it. I, I know every school is maybe a little bit different um you can ask friends and upperclassmen specifically like how to really game the system because at the end of the day it really is just a game of knowing what procedure to do when and which with which faculty so certain faculty will be helping you out more if you just explain to them like how stressed you are about your requirements and like really just try to get like as much help as you can with them because like so much of dental school all honestly like comes down to like who is willing to give you leeway and who is willing to help you um, especially towards the end of the year when you need to get those like final swipes and procedures done. Like, yeah, the, working with the right faculty can definitely help you maximize your time. And yeah, these people 
they should understand like no one really wants to have someone fall behind and have to stay extra so it's just about being really proactive about letting all of your attendings know letting the faculty know like literally telling the faculty like okay we're gonna do this today and this is the last one that i need to graduate just so that they know and they can like really help you you know and then, like I said, having that spreadsheet that's like color coded so that in your mind you can track what you need. You can see the patterns of which patients need the same of what. And then that way you can like fulfill two requirements maybe in one day or three requirements in one day. That's the best way to do it. So yeah, anyways, that is all I have this week for chief complaints. I hope that this helped you guys out. If you guys have any chief complaints yourselves, please DM them to at Dr. Connie Wang on Instagram or at just a quick pinch. Um, and yeah, I will answer all of these within the coming weeks. If you guys already submitted yours and I didn't answer them this week, then they are coming next week. So yeah. Anyways, that is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.